No, it's been a while since we chatted, Sam. How long? Um, a while. It's been a while. I mean, I talked to you on and off, but I haven't. We haven't sat down opposite from each other in a physical presence uh, to chat in, a, in quite a while. Um, what do you want to tell me? What do I want to tell you? Yeah, I want to. I want you to tell me something about your life. Um, you know, I I, I just graduated. Well, I finished all my reports. That's very I'm good. I'm done Dan. university now. I'm happy um, for you. Thank you. It, it's a big move. Um, I don't mm. know what I'm doing now. Honestly, I need a job. If any if any of our apostles out there are looking to hire somebody, uh, hit us up at emailjamadi at gmail Get this boy a job. Get folks. me a, hashtag get Dan a job. Maybe you should be Paul's intern. Oh my God! Can we? How amazing would that I would be? love it. I would drive him around. I do. We anything. gotta find out. We gotta really find, lock in his publicity agent. Mm-hmm. And we gotta be that. You gotta be an intern. Well, for that. I think I could. I think. Well, I know so much about him. I know what decision, decisions he should be making. Yeah, you have a perfect resume. Just send him the podcast. I'd be like, ah, <laughs> uh, but it, doesn't that seem creepy? Like, I don't want to seem ah, creepy. Fugazi, crawly. Fugazi, forget hey, about forget it. about it. Um, yeah, no. So that's a good job potentially. Yeah. Um, but if that doesn't happen, I need to find some other job to make money because I'm right. very poor right now. And I have to pay back my school loans. Woo! Oh, boy. You picked a course that was very expensive. Very expensive. Uh, par Canadian standards, anyway. Not as expensive Ooh, as our friends in the... Par. This um, man used par in a sentence, and he wasn't talking about golf, folks. Well, Samuel, I am a university graduate. <laughs> um... But yeah, I, so I need to pay that back to the government. You know, that's very important. Yeah, very. Um, but beyond that, you know, my life has been good. A lot of free time because I, again, don't have a job. Right. Um, I've been working out. Doesn't show. Doesn't. Well, you know, it takes. It You're takes, frail. It takes, You're <laughs> frail. Dan, today. If anything, I look weaker. We've been hanging out for just like a little bit today while we watch movies, yada, yada. Yeah. And Dan has been in utter pain. <laughs> Like utter pain. Like I'm I can, in you utter can pain. See, sorry, sorry, you can no, no, no. see the pain. It sounds did. like you said I'm in utter pain. I'm in utter pain. You are in utter pain, okay. and you're in utter pain. Okay, I see. Okay. Um, but yeah, Dan can barely move his abdomen at all. My core hurts so much, and he it's looks not like a because crook, I crooked old woman. I'm bent oh, over backwards, oh, forwards. Sarah, I'm in so much pain. Uh-huh. Love me. Love me, kiss me, make me feel better. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's been very difficult for me, I would say. I can't wait for you to get swole for the whole. Well, <laughs> <laughs> for the whole summer, man. You gotta get that beach body. Yeah, exactly. Body. That's what I meant. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting swole for the whole so, summer. Whole summer. summer. Um, and I'm just trying to look good. You know, I want pecs. I want little core muscles to ripple <laughs> in the beach. Look, I want ladies to look at my sleeveless shirts you and look, say, hubba, 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 look Danny so Brenneman looks good. If you put any muscle on, I think. <laughs> you think so? I think you would look Also, my hilarious. core hurts. My core hurts so much <laughs> Exactly. You see what it's I mean? so much pain. Like, you're supposed to be frail. Like, to me, I can't picture you with so any amount pain. of bulk or heft. Dude, like, I don't want that. I don't want that day. Have you seen? You had enough heft in grade seven. I don't want to. Oh that man, <laughs> I was fat. I was looking at pictures of my grandmother. So was I, week. though. Yeah, we both were big boys. Yeah. Um, but yeah. you had a fullock, so <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you're right. I was a little worse. Off. I was wearing a train hat, though. You're right. We, we had were, our, we, we had our own. Working. We had our own uh, uh, vices during that time period. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking at photos of my grandmother the other week, Which and. One? Um, uh, that passed, no, 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 that was my great grandmother. Oh, um, my grandmother is still alive and doing well. Um, however, we're looking at photos of me, and she pulled out a box, 
and they were all my chubby pictures. And I was like, why didn't you pick a cuter year? And, and, or no, I was like, this is, I was with Sarah, my girlfriend. I was like, yeah. this is, this is the worst period that it, like, this is chubby Dana is yeah. prime. And she went, no, 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 this isn't the worst it gets. <laughs> no way. She had better photos. Yeah. Well, I would love if she had not a even better photos. That's such a diss. It gets it oh, gets no, that's worse great. for me. That's fucking awesome. I w- I just saying like I wish she had a scrapbook and mm. on the front of it it said Chubby Dan. Yeah, <laughs> like Chubby 2000, Dan, two thousand eight to two thousand twelve. Whatever it is, four years a horrible time period in my life. It's horrible to grow up as a chubby kid, but I think it, uh, you get to understand the plight of others being yeah. a chubby kid. I think I'm more empathetic now because so I was I. fat as a kid. I don't make fun of anybody for their weight ever. And luckily, we both skinny. Except out. on this podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, because we're constantly talking about Paul. Because guess what, Michelle Williams is looking full. Full. <laughs> That's not bad. She looked really full. I don't know what <laughs> I mean by it, but like in "If These Walls Could Talk" to uh, an episode we did a couple weeks ago, Michelle Williams. She's looking full. She. No, no, no. Okay, that sounds really bad. <laughs> no, what no, no. I'm but that's what is, she's looking like. What I'm saying is voluptuous. She, she looks very voluptuous, and present day Michelle Williams. Is I've never seen her so voluptuous. Present day Michelle Williams is very, very, is very, daunt. very daunt, thin, gaunt looking. <laughs> She's beautiful in both, but I just didn't know that young Michelle Williams had long brown hair and a voluptuous body. I know, I know. It was shock. We didn't notice that it was her right away. No, it was such a surprise. Yeah. But talking about voluptuous young people, Patrick Smash and Thunderpants. Whoa, is, whoa, is, whoa! It's quite a now rotund that's boy. A chubby boy. Chubby boy, but I think I was probably just as chubby. I didn't have that haircut though. I did, I had I, a faux hawk. Did you have a double chin? No, I don't think I so. I had the beginnings of a double chin. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> whoa there. Yeah. Really? I think I did, yeah, that's for sure. Tough. Or maybe it was some body dysmorphia situation. I was like, I just thought I was so fat that I was like, oh, God, I definitely have a double chin. Well, even like being um, chubby as a child, it mm. still affects me to this day. PSA, once a chubby kid, always a chubby kid. Because it's sometimes true. sometimes I'll look in the mirror after I eat a lot of food, and I'm very skinny now. Um, I'm vegan, and I lost all that weight immediately. True. And um, You also grew a lot. I also grew a lot. My metabolism kicked in. Yeah. But um, sometimes I'll look in the mirror after eating a whole bunch of food, and I'll be like, oh, my God, it's back. I'm so I'm sexy. chubby again. No, <laughs> I don't think that. Um, I know that. But uh, I'll think that I, I'll think that the weights come back, and then I'll um. Yeah, have that's myself, always a scary thought, eh? I'll have myself like a thunder pants, a fart, and then I'll be fine again. See, now I fluctuate like. Within about like yeah, you're just jeweling on the podcast yeah. as you blow your jewel into the <laughs> microphone. You fucking creep. I so I'll, I'll fluctuate a lot of times between like like a ten pounds, like a like a nice little yo yo. Like okay, yeah, like, that's that's not bad. You know, like six months. You know, maybe put on ten pounds, then lose it, kind of deal. Air but to when I but when I toss on an extra ten pounds, yeah, all those thoughts start to kick in again. I Do look in the mirror and I'm like. Oh God! There comes the snack pouch again. Yeah, like yeah. fuck me. Got to stop eating my ramen. And then I just don't eat for a week. Yeah, which is very healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking about healthy uh, diets, uh, we watched Thunderpants this week. Damn right. Um, but a boy who, well, I'm honestly his diet can't be that bad. They give him he like very a lot of leafy greens. Yeah, but like generally, like and any beans, food, good fiber, good protein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But any food will make him fart. Sure, yeah, truthfully. Um, so do you want to get into the podcast? Do you want to get into the podcast? Well, do we want to talk about Matter Day Night Live quickly? Oh, yes. Okay, let's play our theme music, and then we'll let's discuss Matter Day Night Live. Okay. Giamatti, 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 Giamat
Welcome back to Jamadi Jamadi Jamadi, your one-stop, fully academic encyclopedic source for all things Paul Giamatti. I'm your host, Sam. And I'm your host, Daniel Brenneman. God, that was good. That was good. That I was a, a li- 9 out of 10. I did a little variation at the end. I will tell you, I forgot we say encyclopedic. It always hits me by surprise. But you still caught, you caught yourself, I caught though. it quickly. I'm you getting didn't, better. You didn't drop the ball? No. But you almost missed I the dribble. Stumbled. You know I stumbled. I stumbled. Yeah. But I didn't yeah. drop it. No, good work. Mad at it live, though. We well, learned, hold on. Let's learned... tell what people what we do here. Wait a minute. All right. Well, we're watching every single movie Paul Giamatti's ever been in, folks, from the first movie all the way up to the present day. And the end of the podcast, we're going to get that interview with Paul Giamatti. Am I right, Dan? Hell yeah, we are. And we're going to we're gonna ask him, why were you in Thunder Pants? <laughs> Just that, people have already asked him that, actually. We and have the answer, so <laughs> we stay tuned. Do. We do our research. Deep research Dan over here. Hell yeah. He I, gets it done. He we're does an academic, the work. We're an academic podcast, so I, I do my research. I cite my sources. And we are building that encyclopedic knowledge. Oh, yeah. I know so much. As as I said a couple weeks ago, like I'm becoming a real fan of Paul. Like, like truly, oh, yeah. like, I really do love we've, we've the man We've come into now. our own now with it. Truthfully, yeah, truthfully, or it's Stockholm syndrome. It's one or the other. We're trapped in this for a while, and uh, there's no getting out. No, but I see a we little. We love our captor. <laughs> we love our captor, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> he's ca- but he's captured our hearts and our minds. Yeah, no, he he's really good. So we started all the way at the beginning with uh, what's the first movie? She'll 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 take she'll the romance. take romance. She'll and take it was romance. Dubbed o- we could only find a version that was dubbed over in Polish. Yeah, it was on wild. YouTube. On YouTube. And so that's where we started. And today we've gotten all the way to 2002. We worked I worked our way through Truman Show. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Other films. Duets. Duets. Uh, uh, and Thunderpants. And Thunderpants. Our Pants. current film. So uh, 2002's Thunderpants. Dan, tell me about Matterday Night Live. Oh sure. Okay. So Matterday Night Live. If you don't know already from the podcast, he is a he's a, he's an a intern. Fan. He's a fan of Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Hopefully soon to be a fan of our podcast. <laughs> Um, where we only say nice things about him. He he does an impression of Paul Giamatti. He's an intern uh, for Jimmy Fallon. Which is confirmed. I, d- I was looking at confirmed? his Instagram story this week, and uh, it is confirmed. I saw him at the offices, blah, mm. blah, blah. He also does sets at the Gotham Comedy Club. He He's working. He's, he's working. working. He's working hard. Um, does a great impression of John Mulaney. Okay, yeah, Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. We have... We, Let's be honest. We did shit on his impression of Paul Giamatti quite a bit. We didn't think it was that good. It's not that good. But John Mulaney, to a T. Okay. Well, that's really great. I'll have to look that up. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we'll play it on the next podcast or something if we pull a clip. But um, we love we love Matter Day Live here we on do. the podcast. While we, we do. don't think his Paul Giamatti is perfect, he definitely shows potential and room to grow. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you'd be happy that two boys in Canada are dedicating so much time of their podcast to him. <laughs> Um, but recently, Matt, can I call him Matt? You, yeah, we're allowed. Matt on it live, aka Matt, um, posted on Instagram and said that he got a gig on Netflix. Sam, oh, he's right. breaking into the big time, mm-hmm, Bubby. Mm-hmm. Um, so what he there's a show called How to Get Rich. What is it called? How to, how to sell drugs online fast. How to sell drugs online fast. And um, we're very very proud to announce that he has a a role in the show. Where he voices over, where he plays, he plays he the does voice. A he does a yeah. voice of Mark Zuckerberg. I don't know what this show is. Neither do I. I don't even think it's out yet. But, oh, okay. Um, but, but he just announced that he got work. But just so you know. But fucking good for him. Good for him. And when that show is released on Netflix, I will pull a goddamn clip and we'll all exalt Matterday Night Live for making it into the big league. We better get on that that press junket list. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah! Hey, buddy, you want to call in for a phone interview for the voiceover work you did? 
<laughs> get some good promotional material. Oh, man. He needs to get the word out of there. Absolutely. And as a great impressionist, I hope his Mark Zuckerberg is good as well. Anyway, so that's a big Matter Night Live update that we want to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, because we are a Paul good, Giamatti good friend podcast. Of the podcast. But he's a friend of the show. Yeah. Um, so uh, with that out of the way, oh, I also wanted to mention I watched Bigger, Fatter, Liar. Mm, Last week we did I'm Big, sorry. Fat, Liar. And I watched Bigger, Fatter, Liar. And I'll tell you, it's the exact same movie as the first one, but <laughs> not really? as good. Damn. Fucking hell. The guy who plays Paul Giamatti is like 80 years old. And his eyes are really his close eyes together. Are so right? close together. <laughs> There's a great scene. It's on Netflix now. If He takes off his sunglasses and you're like, oh, he has normal eyes. It's on Netflix. <laughs> it's on Netflix. <laughs> That's why I watched it. It's so easy to watch. That's hilarious. Um, he takes off his sunglasses and you're like, oh, you probably have normal eyes. And then he takes them off and his eyes are so close together. <laughs> he has like, he has like inverted the sloth face. Like, I don't know. Like, oh, you say sloths have far apart eyes? Sid yeah. the sloth Did has it? iconically a very spread apart eyes, but, but that's the opposite. This man is the opposite of that man, but of that character. But whatever. Larry Wolf in Bigger, Fatter, Liar has very close it's together. Not eyes. Marty Wolf. No, it's Larry, Larry Wolf, and he runs <laughs> wow. a video game company. Jesus Christ! Does he still have a desk that's shaped like a W? No. Well, th- fucking hell! What are I we doing? I know. I know. Anyway, I just wanted to share that uh, if you uh, want to watch that movie, don't. Not good. Not good. Not good. You I was actually first. I was actually warned on Instagram not to watch it as well. We I posted a thing that said I got a notification from Netflix that said you should watch Bigger, Fatter, Liar too because you know technology knows me. Yeah. And I posted that on Instagram, and one of our uh, lovely followers said, "Don't do it. It's bad." <laughs> that's awesome. And I should have listened. Because yeah. uh, Sam, let me tell you, it was bad. We gotta trust our our, our fans more. We gotta. They know. Trust. They are. They know. I think they know more than we do. Well, they're experts in their own right. Exactly. They're along on this adventure. Do you want to talk about? Let's tell the people about Thunderpants. Okay, let's get into Thunderpants. Yeah. Paul the movies. Paul, Paul the, the movies. We watched Thunderpants, a movie about a boy named Patrick Smash. And that's the movie, folks. That's basically, that one clip, I think, sums up the entire movie. So this is a movie about a boy. Also, I want to say, I want to commend you on that thing. Very beautiful, Did very like delicate, Thank sincere, you. authentic. Um, sorry, but Patrick Smash. <laughs> Patrick Smash was a young lad born with two stomachs, a British okay. boy born with two stomachs, in a world of green. Mm. And um, he came right out of the womb, and they realized that this young boy had a problem, that he cannot stop farting. Yeah, it's an interesting premise for a kid's movie. I mean, as a kid... Oh, and he wants to become an astronaut. Oh, yeah, sorry, that's the other part of it. He, My dream is to become a spaceman. Yikes. <laughs> um, just yikes. As a kid's movie premise, I get the idea because farts are funny. Yeah. And let's just take that. Let's just ride that fucking train all the way home, huh? Yeah. That's that's should the movie. It, should it be a movie? No. no I don't think so. No. But I, I understand where they're coming from. Also, how interesting is it that it's a British-German co-production? Yeah, it's a European film. I don't think it even... Uh, it didn't come to America. It didn't come to America at all. Um, unlike Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall, <laughs> it didn't come to America at all. <laughs> That's a rhyme too. That was a couplet. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> a couplet. Don't give yourself that. Don't you dare call anything you say ever again a couplet. I am a poet. I just did a heroic couplet. <laughs> my name is Patrick Smash. Uh, this is the worst day of my life ever. <laughs> yeah. He says that so many times. He says that all throughout the movie. Um, so, yeah, it's a British-German co-production, uh, which I think explains a lot. Those Germans yeah. are weird boys. 
Um, and girls. Well, also, it feels like a British pension to take, like, oh, let's just take this idea and just go all the way with it. You know what I mean? Also, there's no other way this movie would be funded without, like, all that uh, government uh, film money in uh, Europe. You think they got a lot of government film money? For sure. We yeah. need to look it up. But, like, this movie this movie screams, like, uh, the government's just throwing money to make British films. Yeah. And they were like, let's make Thunderpants with Rupert Grint from Harry <laughs> Potter. Yeah. And Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry. And our boy. Paul. Paul Giamatti is in this movie as well, which is why we watched it. And he played a man named Johnson J. Johnson. Yeah. Which is quintessential American name, obviously. I like it. He needs an American uh, secret agent, and he, at one point, and he's supposed to salt for NASA, assumedly. Yeah, he's a secret right? agent who works a lot with NASA. With NASA, appear. yeah. And he kidnaps Patrick Smash to become an astronaut, a spaceman, if you will. I'll tell you to that. To the- save other astronauts. Yeah, so the politics of this movie don't totally make sense to me. No. Um, would a secret agent in real life be allegiant to NASA? No. Let alone to NASA having a whole team of international children? Well, they're called the Men in Black. I guess you're right. Yeah. Uh, the children are called the Men in Black? No. <laughs> Paul Giamatti plays a man in black. He does. He, he plays a he plays a suit wearing... With very tight Oh, my God. I sunglasses. love his sunglasses. He looks like such a knob. He looks like an erect penis walking around. They look like 2018 glasses. Because he has that short haircut, you know, that like mm-hmm. very short crew cut, crew cut I guess. And uh, yeah, he looks like a, just an erect penis walking Speaking around. Speaking of his appearance. Okay. Slim. Very slim. Good weight. The Weight Watch is doing well this time around. Mm-hmm. And he is looking fine. He looks really good. He looks really the same that he looked in Big Fat Liar, I would say. He, maybe even slimmer, but he's also in, he a, might... in a black suit. Very slimming. You're... Black is very slimming. That is so smart. Right. We do have to take into context the outfits themselves. Exactly. Like, is he wearing vertical stripes? Is he wearing horizontal stripes? Is the he wearing a Speedo? Figure. One will one will hope upcoming soon. That was last week. Oh, you're yeah. He wore a speedo. <laughs> he wore speedo. no, no, he didn't. He wore like it just short shorts. It he, was a speedo. he wore tight short shorts. Was it? I think so. Like like really like just crotch level like tidy whitey situations. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Okay. But you know, like they're still revealing. Like you still saw a little bit of Paul's like manhood. Excuse me, Dan. That's right. Do you think he tucked for the kids movie? He had to, right? You can't just let it. <laughs> For sure, for sure, because you know Paul's packing heat. Anyway, let's talk about Thunderpants. Big Fat Liar was so last week. <laughs> um, Paul actually did an interview later uh, in the future. Uh, in our past, the <laughs> in movie the future. <laughs> it hurts to laugh. Okay, and you just hey, let's take a laugh. quick trip back to the future. No, no, no. So our past. This movie's future. Mm-hmm. He did an interview, and, and they mentioned Thunderpants. And uh, he said, Thunderpants is a fine motion pi- I want to see if you agree with this. Uh, Thunderpants is a fine motion picture. Yay or nay? Uh, yay. Yay? You think it's a fine motion <laughs> picture? No. Oh, okay. Um, that I made in England a long, long time ago about a kid who farts uncontrollably. This came across my desk, and I had to be a part of it. I play a guy from NASA who, could, who kidnaps him so he can uh, power a rocket. Strangely enough, this picture never made it across the Atlantic, but I think it was huge in England for a while. It's one of my favorite pictures. I loved making this movie. It's every variation of a fart joke that you can possibly imagine. That's so true. I mean, honestly, I Paul like that he loved truth. it. God bless him. Yeah, I like that he takes like, pride in like most these funny little don't, pictures. Don't want to say something bad about the movies that they've been in. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, he's, he's a genuine man. He's an authentic individual. And I think it's e- also easier to say nice things about, even if it's a bad kid's movie, a silly kid's movie. It's a movie, kid's movie. About, a kid's about movie. farts. Yeah. You know, you know what it is. Yeah. He knew what it is when he was signing up for Thunderpants. Yeah. And Rupert Grant was in it. Yes, he was. 
This is and this he was insufferable. He was so horrible in this movie. I hated every moment he was on screen. His eyes looked crazy. Is it mean to be mean to a child? No, he's now an adult. That's right. Rupert Grint sucked. Make fun of dead people and kids. That's what I always say. Yeah, well, just wait, because we're going to talk about Roger Ebert in a minute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold your horses here. Um, basically, and I also found another fun. Uh, in that same interview with Paul Giamatti, he mentioned something uh, that we've been discussing at length for weeks. Which is he's done a lot of weird bad movies, mm-hmm. and like, what are his thoughts on on these like films? So, so uh, the interviewer asked, "Do you look back on films such as, say, Big Mama's House with any regret?" And we, and you know, Big Mama's we, House we've is been a classic. This for a while, but we yeah. don't know what Paul thought. He never returned for the sequel. We don't know whether he was asked or not. That's a question for Paul when we get um, when we get him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says, "I totally don't look back uh, with any regret. I actively wanted to do that movie. It was funny. Now they're doing a third one. Holy shit! I'm amazed. I'm amazed the thing has gone so far." Thunderpants is a good movie too. It's a great example of what you can do with no money. They didn't have a dime, so but he's he's proud. Yeah, he's glad the 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 crew is moving forward and making new things. I like it. It it really just shows that Paul is a very like, um, gracious, a, a very gracious man, accepting and sincere individual. I would say so. And you know, the more that we see him, it's really interesting the dichotomy he has because in the movies he can be so angry and and yelling mm-hmm. and and mean. But outside of that, he's such a he's such a gentle soul. Yeah. I think, like he seems to have fun on on pretty much most like most productions that he's been on. And I think Planet it's probably, of the Apes it seemed like he had a lot oh, of fun. Yeah, like in those other interviews that that are check out our Instagram for those other interviews. Yeah, yeah, we have actual Instagram. Uh, oh my god. Okay, sorry. But uh, he, you know, he seems to have a good time. You know. Yeah. No, I agree. So, like, of course, he would have a good time on Big Mama's house and. Thunderpants. And it's probably fun, like, even in the, the roles where he has to yell a lot, like, those are really fun roles for him. I'm sure he has, a, like, a blast doing any of it. Oh, yeah. Because um, he always gets juicy, strange roles. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about Thunderpants. Did people like Thunderpants? Uh, Roger Ebert didn't review it. God so. damn it! He was too preoccupied watching storytelling for three times over. I'm sure. That man loves that movie. Thrice. Thrice. Um, the film got a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes with only five reviews. <laughs> so... You know, good statistics there. It's kind of surprising. Empire Magazine wrote, It was a well-made, quirky oddity for adults, but a laugh riot for kids. Hmm. Underneath all the expelled air, it is a really, it is really just a simple tale of a boy finding his talent and making the most of it. Cute. And chasing his fucking dreams. That's right. I want to be a spaceman. I want to be a spaceman. Also, Rupert Grint, for all of his talent as Ron Weasley yeah. and as just an actor in general, mm-hmm. not getting a lot from Patrick Smash. And I, am I right? <laughs> A lot of hot air from that kid, huh? <laughs> yeah, man. The kid sucks. The kid's bad. Rupert Grint at least like went for something. Patrick he went Smash. hard into the odd genius. And I didn't like Rupert Grint's... Maybe, do we have a clip of Rupert Grint talking? Uh, yeah. We totally do. There's Here, de- there definitely is. Uh, here's a clip of Rupert Grint talking so you get a feel for his accent. Because it's bogus. I'm a blithering idiot. My attempt to embarrass them with my astrophysics was, quite frankly, a foolish waste of time. Hey, uh, Rupert, can you just enunciate every single syllable of every single word, please? His inflection is... But still mumble? Awful. Thank you. It's like, it's in, it's like I hate to say, incessantly British, it feels. Yes. Oh, yes. Like, wildly British. It, it you know feels... what I mean? It's a caricature of what you would imagine a British person to be. I get you. Right? Um, but Patrick Smash is not giving him anything to work with. He is a God he is a dead face child. I want to be his face man. <laughs> did they did they like did they cast for the most boring bland child in the world? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's okay. He's got a double chin, and we'll give him a bull haircut. Let's let's <laughs> toss this kid in. I wanted to see what else he did. His name's Bruce. Um, 
<laughs> What's his last name? Please tell me it's also Bruce. It's you know it's Bruce J. Bruce. No, it's uh, Bruce Cook. Oh wow, <laughs> that's know, a British name. Bruce Cook. Yeah, and I don't know what he's done. I can't find him on the internet. Ah, oh, no way. He's, he didn't. He did like two other small roles, like in the year after this movie, mm-hmm. or probably filmed Does around the same time. Full but fractal. Oh, oh God, I'll keep looking. <laughs> Just like uh, Aisha, Aisha Walks <laughs> from Arresting Gina. Yeah, our I love. And you know what? That really ruined my image of uh, of of Aisha Walks. Yeah, definitely don't look up. But Bruce I Cook think that might. <laughs> Don't you dare, Dan. It might improve Don't my image. Don't you ruin our image of Bruce Cook. <laughs> Ever since I was a boy, I wanted to do full frontal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't control them taking pictures of my ass. <laughs> Fuck, that got me. Oh, oh boy. Um, Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, yeah? Uh-huh. What I'm saying is... <laughs> <laughs> the casting department did do a good job in finding a mi- <laughs> That is is that from this movie? No, it's not. Yeah, it is. That's from this movie. Oh, I thought that was Big Mama. No, oh man, I wish I had that one queued up. Damn. Sorry, keep going. Um I wanted to say the casting uh director obviously did a good job cuz it lo- he looks like a believable individual that would fire a lot. <laughs> Doesn't he? <laughs> like <laughs> that guy looks like he has a gastrointestinal problem. His face screams IBS. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard those words lined up like that before. Oh, uh, that person's face, face screams IBS. <laughs> He's ridiculous. But you're so right. Okay. Dan. Should we get into the movie? Because there's so much to talk about, I think. And we, 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 yeah. Let's just get into it. Okay. So, so the movie opens up uh, with his birth. Yeah. So the movie opens with, he's not even born yet. No. Origin story. Oh my God. Of a Could superhero. This, of a superhero. A flatulent man. So yeah, he's uh, he's about to be born. Yeah, his it, you can see on the ultrasound that he's creating a giant gas bubble within the womb. Oh what? Did you notice that? No, I didn't notice that Easter egg. <laughs> yeah. What is this a Marvel movie? I don't know. Do I have to Google this when I come home? Oh, what an oddity! <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes flying out of the okay. birth so, canal. Yeah, yeah. So that mom and pumps him out of her scooter, and then it shows the baby flying through the air. A has a full head of hair, which yeah. you know whatever. And B is a doll. It's a full blown doll. They did nothing to make that look like a chubby little newborn. No, I mean this isn't even like American. You can tell it's plastic. Yeah, this isn't even American sniper level of like doll. This is like just crazy. This is worse. Well, worse it's, it's a American. dry doll. <laughs> yeah, it's a dry yeah, at doll. Least paint it up with some viscera or something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Also, they capture the. I think he holds the baby and then walks back over to the mother as if to cut the umbilical cord. But there's no umbilical there no cord. Bo- we saw it fly through the air. He farted it right off. Oh my god, it must be true. That's what they they're they're retconning it. They're like, oh, he farted so hard coming out of the. I don't know. Do you think he flew out of the vagina so quickly because it was a fart? It just ripped the cord off. Because then once the baby comes back, he he le- he lets out a big fart, and then his family's like, oh no. And and uh, Bruce Cook is on the narration being like. And that's when I ruined my parents' lives. <laughs> Which he did. This boy did. brings destruction ruined. to he everyone. He destroyed his whole family. Oh, my goodness. His sister hates him. Yes. Farting all the time. And it's uh, apparently they're big bombs. Yeah. Well, okay. Because right after, you have a little montage of him growing up as a child. And so basically what happens is. His dad he, tried everything. His dad, is. it seems like a stay-at-home dad, you know, trying trying to help his son. Yeah. Um, but the Bruce Cook 
Well, let's just say Bruce Cook instead of Patrick Smash. Yeah. Bruce Cook farts so hard it hospitalizes his dad, <laughs> who then abandons his family. Yeah. It's a oh, and th- you know what? This is a good little moment of writing. I mm-hmm. thought, um, my dad started to work a lot, and then he went to work forever. <laughs> <laughs> But then his mom blames him for the and father his, leaving, yeah, his sister's And his mom mad. becomes a reclusive alcoholic. It's ridiculous. Like, for a Yeah, they're at the movie. doctor's later, and she's f- chucking back a flask. Oh, my God. It's insane. When um, has farts ever sent you into alcoholism, though? I don't know, but, like, he farts they really so go, crazy They go movie. far and wide. Well, I've never concept, seen a fart hospitalize a man. But one no. thing I wanted to get into in this, in, in this movie discussion is that his farts have varying degrees of severity. Like... Like, yeah. he, without knowing it as a child, he hospitalizes his dad. But later, when he uses it as a weapon against the school bullies, he fells a forest. I thought I thought he might kill the boy. I thought that boy was dead. Oh, yeah. Look, they made it seem like a new Quinoff. Anyway, we'll get there in a second. Um, the farts were a lot for me. No way. <laughs> I'm not. I'll, I'll be 100% honest with you, Sam. I don't like farts. Dan, you're best friends with a, a man that farts incessantly well that's the other thought i had during this movie is that you are fart man you are fart boy you are bruce cook you are patrick smash i'm not bruce cook i'm sam calderon i just also fart a lot you fart so much and ever since i've met i met you way back Remember, when we, we have kids. talked about this on the podcast before oh, i'm okay. a slow mover you're a slow mover the doctor told me that i don't have two stomachs like bruce cook but i am a slow mover what does that mean again that I just I do, I I go without pooping for two to three days most of the time, and, so and that's just, normal. So you just have a lot of gas. So I'm, what he's I'm saying. holding a lot of stool normally, and I'm farting a lot. You know what I like to imagine is what? Rupert Grint showing this movie to uh, Emma Watson, Emma Watson, Daniel Radcliffe, being like, "So what were you up to? You know, on vacation? What were you up to between Prisoner of Azkaban yeah, and yeah. Goblet of Fire?" And he's like, "Well, I filmed this movie," and they're like, "How oh, cool, Rupert? Let's I went watch to Germany." It. Yeah. <laughs> I told the states I'm rich now. I hung out with Paul Giamatti. Patrick Smash has had a rough childhood. Yeah. Being Mr. Flatulence. Yeah. And so he hasn't been able to find any friends. He gets sent off to school. His mom hates him. Dad's gone. Everybody hates him. Rough life. And then, but he finds a young boy in his classroom that doesn't have a sense of smell. Mm -hmm. And that is Rupert Grant. A boy genius. Yeah. Who ends up being a boy genius with no sense of smell. And they just get along like two peas in a pod, huh? Which is cute. I'm glad he has a friend. It is nice. It is nice. And then they realize that he can use his fart powers for good, such as flight. Well, Well, before that, we need to get to the namesake of the movie. Thunderpants. Thunderpants. So basically, Patrick is so sad because everybody hates him because he farts all the time and he's not, there's nothing he can do about it. Yeah. So he begs. He begs. His, actually, I can't do anything about my problem. I was going to say he begs, but he, he, I don't think the actor was capable of begging. He just basically states bluntly to... to I fart a lot. Yeah. Um, and so he has to build him a suit. Uh, where he or or some contraption to make him stop farting, and so Ron Weasley goes off for a long time and comes back and is like, "I've made you this thing," and 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 and, and it's a pair of trousers, mm-hmm. shorts, 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 even. shorts, metal shorts that he farts into. And they balloon up. They balloon up. He put the fart goes into a fake lunchbox container. Yeah. And then it gets compressed in there. Which is and the then, holding tank. And then eventually he's able to discharge all the farts at like the end of the day or whenever it gets full. And voila, a beautiful solution to stop him from farting. Yeah. 
Um, the cure to the energy crisis. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, it's a really good idea. Um, anyway, so and he, it's very steampunk inspired. Yeah, the aesthetic of this movie is very steampunk. It reminds me of Tim Burton. Um, I was gonna say it reminded me of Matilda. Oh, I was gonna say it reminded me of the Cat in the Hat. Well, fuck. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the reason why it reminded me of Matilda, uh-huh. not because everybody's against this kid, and also Matilda was all brown, and this movie's all green. This movie is surprisingly green. It's very putrid. Not surpri- it's just green. Everybody's wearing green. It's gross. It, because it makes me, for the, the movie, disgust, I think. Yeah, the movie makes me want to puke looking at it. Yeah. Also, the fart dust. So there's one part. Oh, my God. So he has many a bully. So he gets the thunderpants. It's going well for him. He's very yeah. happy. He yeah. feels like a spaceman. And then... Um, he gets bullied at school. They're like, what the fuck are these pants? It's really sad. He goes to grab the lunchbox, the school bully, who's Vincent Crabbe. Yeah, from, from Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. You know, a, reu- a reuniting of uh, of Harry Potter chums. Yeah. And then so he grabs the lunch. What's in here, mate? I want to see your lunch. Yeah. And then he opens it up, gets a cloud of a dust, fart dust into his fart face. Green straight fart to dust. The face. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Disgusting. And he gets so mad. And this scene was really traumatic. And they rip off his pants. It's like time to the jungle gym and rip off his It's kind pants. of like uh, Like assault? ravenous. It reminded me of, you remember that the first episode of Walking Dead? Oh, yeah, yeah, Where yeah. Like, it like pans out from the horse and all the zombies are ripping yeah. it apart? Yeah. It's like that, but with, with Children. farts. Children. Children and farts. Because <laughs> yeah. as soon as he gets covered in the fart dust, he's like, oh, he says this line. I'm going to play this line because I truly... Truly love it. Okay. I warned you, Fart Boy. I gave you every chance. And what'd you do? You fart in my face. <laughs> you fart in my you face. You fart in my face. But then they tie him up to the jungle gym and they and the kids swarm around him and rip off his clothes. Yeah. And it leaves him in his underwear. I'm like, this is assault. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can't do that to kids. Maybe you no. can in Britain, I don't know. Don't you also find that British movies are, like, pretty aggressively, like, the bullies in those are always, like, really intense. Yeah, I don't think you gave a shit about bullies. That's a, that's the impression that I get mm-hmm. from Britain. Um, also, when was this movie set? Oh, great question. Let's dive into that. I have no idea. Because there's rocket ships. Yeah. They, at one point, they're trying to figure out flight. Yeah. Which, as Dan knew, I asked Dan this. I'm like, when did they find out flight? You yeah. Get, immediately. 1902. The Wright brothers. <laughs> assisted flight. Uh, and I was wrong. It was 1903. But you're close. But I was goddamn close. My guess was 1846. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. Um, yeah, I don't know when. But yeah, they, 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 so they're tr- they have a competition. Should we just jump to that part? Sure, do it. So the Thunderpants get ripped off. He's very sad. Rupert decides, I'm going to make you another pair of fart pants. It's not a big deal. Then he says, uh, he says to Alan, who's Rupert Grint, he says, I, but I just want to be a spaceman. Yeah. And he says, okay. <coughs> ah! <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> it's a jewel. It bit back. Um, and then uh, he says, uh, all right, well, we'll figure out your dream. We'll make you fly. Right? Yeah. So they enter into a flight competition, an, an unassisted flight competition. Which is a weird thing to call it. Unassisted flight. <laughs> I yeah. guess it's descriptive enough, but. And everybody else is trying to, you know, fly like ornithopter style, like a bird. <laughs> And it's not working out for them at all. Da Vinci didn't have it figured out. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And then, but they come in with a fart hovercraft, a steampunk inspired fart hovercraft. They chalk this boy full of green leafy vegetables and beans. Yeah. And he farts their way right across the finish line. What I love about that scene, and I think that's the first scene in the movie where I truly was in awe, where, where he sits down on it, Rupert Grint straps on some goggles. 
and it's in this big steampunk hovercraft, and then he's just like, fart. And he lets off just a ginormous fart, and they start hovering, and then it becomes like an action set piece, because the, 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 the... One of the tubes One of the tubes dislodges. comes loose, yeah. and they're like trying to get the tube back in place, and they're all going around. And they all get dusted by a fart cloud, and like, oh, oh no. <laughs> and then they win the competition. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but the second the s- best tenor singer is also there. Yeah. And this man has is wearing a tragic fat suit. Yeah. That makes him look like a human butterball. So basically, if I can break down kind of what's happening, because the plot kind of goes all over the place at this point. Yeah. So he has these trousers that help him. However, they're ripped apart. Then they build this hovercraft and they win this competition. Okay. Um, and he's empowered now. He's empowered now. And Paul Giamatti is l- watching um, Alan and yeah. um, Alan, Rupert Grint's character, and Patrick Smash um, this whole time. Okay. And so then. Um, then Alan is taken away by Paul Giamatti's character, uh, for for some unknown reason. We don't know what's what's happening. Yeah. Um, and then um, and Patrick Smash sees this. Patrick the kidnapping Smith, yeah. of a young he red-headed sees this boy. happen. Yeah. And that's that's horrifying. You know, yeah. it sets off alarm ball, bells all over the place. His only friend in the world is gone. It's really sad. And he goes to his dad. and He's like, "What's happening?" And and his dad is like, and his dad says, uh, "Rupert Grint is in in another country now." Right. And then so. At this at this uh, flight thing, yeah, competition, um, there's a tenor singer who mm-hmm. we've seen before, but he's being reintroduced again, and he is he's singing, yeah, but he can't hit the high notes. He can't hit the high notes of this one opera he's song. Only the second best tenor in the world. Yes, but then he goes. Uh, doesn't does no? The tenor singer comes to Patrick Smash's home. No, no. After he farts all over the bully. Okay, so let's talk about this fart bully thing first. Okay. First things first. So He's empowered. He's empowered. Mr. Smash is empowered. He feels so good about himself. He goes to the bully, and he seeks vengeance, you know? Now, vengeance is a dish best served cold, but in this case, hot and steamy. Mm. Um, <laughs> anyway, so he goes to the bully and, and he farts on him. serves that up real quick. Well, he chases him into the forest, and it's like a horror movie. He's, like, running through Just the forest. Just the one boy. He farts, lays a bomb down. Yeah, yeah, and, and the boy the, takes the boy's off. like, this is bad for me. Yeah. Can't I gotta get this. out of here. And so he traps him in the forest, turns around, and just lets out a gigantic. Can you give it for the people? Let's hear this boy's terror. Yeah, sure. Let's let's um, what's it called here? Oh, bully <laughs> fart. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Uh, this is uh Patrick Smash farting on another young boy. On Vincent Crab. Whoa, wow. wee mama, that's a big one. <laughs> and then they zoom out, and there's a, a, it's like a wave, cloud. an yeah. air wave that just like passes over the forest, yeah. felling the nearby trees. It's gross. Um, I didn't feel good for that bully, and I thought he died in that instant. Because truly... <laughs> I wish he did. He, I, like, the other thing is, like, I think... Like, Imagine if that's the stakes added onto the film. Like That's why he has to get out of the country. Well, this is like the good scenario, right? This movie is like the good scenario where he uses it to save some astronauts, like he uses his flatulence for good. But what <laughs> if he like killed that bully? Because he, he almost killed his dad accidentally as a child. I'm sure right. if you're standing at that distance to the bully with that fart, he would have died. Like If this wasn't a kid's movie, that fart would have killed him. Yeah, at least passed out. Killed him! <laughs> okay. Um, And... <laughs> And I would have liked to see him like kill other people with his farts. I think there's sequel potential here. As an it adult, comes back in. Patrick smashes in tears. He's this. The bully's covered in fart dust. Yeah, and is just like dead. Yeah, 
And he's like, what have I done? So what have I done? Just, I got to go done? find Alan. I got to leave the country. Yeah. Tenor singer, save me. Anyway, do, don't you think he could kill people with his farts, though? Oh, for sure. Like, if he, like, he is kind of a weapon. And the other thing is, like, I think he'd make a cool superhero. I think Thunderpants is a cool name, and I think he'd make a great superhero. Yeah, I agree. So you're saying he should be a part of the Avengers. I think I, I might be speaking out of school here, but I think Patrick Smash should join the Avengers <laughs> in Avengers Endgame. What's one more superhero? You know, Captain Marvel's supposed to take out Thanos, but you know who really is going to? Well, you know that that meme that's like Ant-Man's going to climb up uh, Thanos' butt and then expand and explode him? <laughs> I haven't seen that, but that sounds great. Okay, but th- there's like a meme going around that that's, that's like the spoiler for Avengers Endgame is that he's going to climb up his butt and explode. Um, however, I would love to see Patrick Smash just blast Thanos with a fart. That'd be great. Way into the quantum realm, huh? <laughs> Huh? <laughs> Anybody uh, else off on the end game? Which also reminds me, um, do you remember uh, this this clip here? And uh, no, I don't. Okay, here we go. Ready? My ass has power. Do you remember that from Private Parts? Howard Stern's character, no. Fartman, or whatever? Oh, now I do. At the rally, right? Yes. Yeah. My ass has power. That- that is the Fart future. Man. Fart Man. That is the future of Patrick Smash. Holy shit. This is Fart Man taking. This is the Fart Man movie. The origin that story, Howard as Stern we were saying. wanted to do. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thunderpants is the. Ho- oh, my God. It is. Sam. The British got to it, f- I guess, not first. Much later. Much, <laughs> much later. Yeah. But um, nonetheless. Nonetheless, he. One man's dream. Is another man's accomplishment. Okay, so back to the movie. Basically, after traumatizing this bully, uh, he goes back and he has no purpose in life anymore. His friend was taken away. Yep. And so the tenor, the second best tenor singer in the world, comes to him. Knock, knock, knock. Because he has heard while practicing um, Fart Boy released a fart that hit the impossible note, as you remember. Right. And so he's basically like... And com- broke glass. Broke glass with the fart. That pitched so high. And Kira Knightley was behind the large man. What a fun cameo. But basically, he's like, come on tour with me around the world yeah. and fart that note for audiences everywhere and we'll be famous. I'll be famous. You'll help me. And and basically, at this point in the movie... And immediately, the kid goes, I can go to other countries. But he sounds so sad with it. Like, this kid obviously is depressed. And being kidnapped. And, yes, being kidnapped by a strange man in a fat suit. Um, <laughs> that wants to s- him to sing with his ass. <laughs> <laughs> this is the point of the movie that I really fell off the train. I was like, we have an op- opera subplot here. I am done. <laughs> oh, this is when you were you were in. Oh, no, Dan, I was in from the get-go. <laughs> of course you were. You were such a fart, dude. This is my story. This is your origin story. <laughs> yeah. Did you sell your life rights for this movie? <laughs> right, I did. Damn. Just toss a bowl cut on it and send it to the masses. Okay. So, so yeah, so they travel the world, and he's playing his opera, singing, and every night, Patrick Smash is hitting that high note with his ass. Yeah. And then and they're going all over the world. And, and people he's are trying going to crazy. Find, and during, he's trying to find Alan. And this tenor singer is now getting up in the world. He's getting much more popular. He's the number one opera singer. He's then. become the number one opera singer, and the the and the actual number one opera singer, the the one with the talent, yes, is pissed. He's po'd. He is right ticked off. That man is so livid with the guy in the fat suit, <laughs> <laughs> and basically he confronts um, Patrick Smash because the tenor singer goes out. Well, he hears a nice high note. Oh yeah, and he realizes that. 
the fat man is leaving the building, and that tie note was not coming from him. So he goes and investigates. So he talks to Patrick Smash, yeah. and this is what he says. Are you ready for this? Your ass is beautiful. That's, that's exactly... He's, he just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he just like, compliments the butt. Here we go. This is uh, called the high bit. Tell me, little boy, <laughs> what do you do? Well, I carry Mr. John's bags, making drinks and sandwiches, and I'm searching the world for my friend Alan so we can do my dream. Oh, and I'll sing the high bit with my ass, Mr. Cingo. <laughs> but that's a secret between me and Mr. John. You are singing the high bit with your ass. With, with your ass. I like that. I like that choice that that actor with made. With your ass. He just went Because right so him. many people are saying ass in this movie, and usually it's played Mostly like, Patrick Smash. That's true. He which says is it so, so funny. <laughs> but I like this choice to make it a reserved ass. It was, I ass. can't control my ass. I can't control. I want to be a spaceman. <laughs> but I have a problem. I cannot control my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. This movie's ridiculous. <laughs> I hate it. I hate this movie. I'll the say it. The kid saying ass is so funny. I can't. I can fuck me. <laughs> okay. Um, but basically, so the charade is revealed. So at the opera, yeah. this big performance in Rome. Okay. Roma. 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 And um, uh, basically at this opera performance, the, the guy poisons the kid or something. There's a whole thing. But basically, the kid does a does a bad fart. Apparently, he gives him laxative that looks like poison. By like a big fart? Why would he even be carrying laxative, first of all? Anyway, but like he get, he, the, the kid does <laughs> Yeah, a- that's a good point. I never thought of that. <laughs> no, you didn't it think about that in the kid's to movie? Carry poison. It's absolutely ridiculous to carry a bottle of green laxative <laughs> in a beautiful <laughs> perfume <laughs> bottle. Yeah. No less. Anyway- the kids all. I, what I thought he was going to do in that moment. Yeah. I thought he was going to be like, oh, well, we have a situation here. And he was going to take out. You know how, like, there's like rod applicators for yeah. perfume? Yeah. I thought that's what it was. I thought he was going to put some underneath his nose. Be like, let's practice. Like, oh. And then take him under his wing. You thought the whole movie was going to pivot to, like, that. I mean, who knows? I thought it was going to become. He was going to become, like, a famous. Ass oh singer. yeah, yeah, yeah. That I would have liked that movie too. <laughs> yeah, um, but basically, and he had to deal with it. He had to put perfume underneath. Like, mm. yeah. Anyways, okay. That's not where it went. Anyway, but he pretty much poisons him with. He poisons a kid. The kid lets out an enormous, gross fart, and during the next performance, during the next performance in Roma, Roma. <laughs> oh, um, but basically, what happens is, um, everybody sees that that the the tenor singer is a fraud. The guy walks up on stage to be like, see, he's a fraud. I'm the number one opera singer. And he is killed by a light that falls off off of the, the stage rig. It was rattled loose by the concussive fart. By the fart. And so it kills him. <laughs> Patrick Smash is arrested and put on trial for murder. Yeah. Now. Well, hang on. Pause right there. Okay. Okay. Because when he's killed, there's like this moment of like narration and shit. Mm. And they show the, the paper. Yeah. The paper that like calls out his, his death. And it says, um. Number one tenor killed by a trouser cough. Love it. Trouser and cough? That is, I've never heard that euphemism for a fart before, and that is beautiful. That's your favorite one now. That's my largest love, takeaway. Trouser cough is really funny. This is, this like, is, I'm going to say that in my real life. Trouser cough. I, sorry, I just had a, a nasty trouser cough. Pardon, I just had a trouser cough. <laughs> um, 
this is the opera fart here. Let's listen to this um, okay. and listen to our big old. Oh, opera we fart. have it. We have the opera fart. Nice. Don't worry. I clipped the opera fart. <laughs> Beautiful. That is the fart, by the way. So that was the original opera fart um, okay. that gets him the gig. And oh, then, oh, okay. um, as you can hear, it was a really perfect note. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I don't have the second opera you fart here. You don't got here. the big boy one? I don't have the big opera fart. It was very big, sorry, though, folks. But it's disgusting. It shattered everything, shook the rails, and killed a man. It blew the room. So technically, you know what, then? His it, fart did kill a man in this movie. To be fair, his fart did kill a man. Really, it was a rusty bolt on a light that was shaken loose by the By fart. Patrick Smash's butthole So farting. manslaughter? Yeah. Manslaughter. Oh, yeah, manslaughter. manslaughter. The opera world was in turmoil today when the world's number one opera star was slain in a complex opera conspiracy led by criminal mastermind Patrick Smash. Criminal mastermind. Opera conspiracy? A boy with a bowl cut and a green striped shirt is a criminal mastermind. What can you do? Um, But I don't, I don't even care about this trial. Okay, the trial's boring to it's me. It's really boring. Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry is in this scene. <laughs> but what matters is that they sentence him to death. And so yeah, he, and they're going to do it by firing squad yeah. because apparently this is 1934. He's going to be executed. So they bring him out back. They put a thing over his head. And then luckily, as the as the, the row of uh, like gunners or whatever, what do you call them? Gunners? Shotgun boys. I don't know. Riflers? I like riflers. Yeah. <laughs> the riflers. No, no, no. Gunners. The gunners cock their weapons, and then a limo pulls in, okay? And, and Paul Giamatti hops out, and everybody- Our savior. Our savior, Paul Giamatti. And uh, he runs, and he's like, I'm Johnson J. Johnson. Can we hear him? Yes. You, you clipped it, yeah? I did indeed. Johnson J. Johnson. <laughs> United States of America, Special Forces. Um, United States of America, Special Forces. Yeah. That was a that was an impression. He's oh man, we'll get into that in just a second. Basically, what he says is that Alan works for the government, the United States gov- NASA now, the government, yeah. and uh, is trying to save these astronauts. They need Patrick Smash, so they take him back to America, and yeah. uh, he's he's gonna save some astronauts. But let's talk about Paul now for a little bit. Um, Paul gives him a pitch, and let's hear this because uh, oh, beautiful. Mm, that's a little flatulent. Well, not really. Yes, a little mouth. Cough. Mouth, no. Mouth gas. That didn't work. A mouth cough is just a cough. A mouth fart. No, I don't. I a, don't. A like burp, that. I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, Paul Giamatti pitches what's going to happen to Patrick Smash. This is what we're about to hear. And you can hear his voice, and he's doing a really stupid voice, and it really, it really aggravated me. You didn't um, like it. I didn't. Here is Paul Giamatti from. Well, he's Thunder serious. Pants. He's an agent. He's well, okay. An well, here's American a, agent. Well, here's a fucking clip, okay? Mr. Smash, I would like to formally that you accompany us to a place where your unique gifts are very much needed at this present moment in time. All right, then. All right, then. Let's move out! Good yell. I mean, <sighs> well, abrupt. I wouldn't say good, abrupt. Abrupt yell. Also, it's a lot. It's a lot. His performance is a lot, but this movie's a lot. This movie is a lot to handle. Um, and we know our boy. He commits. He does commit to everything. I, th- I Again, we talked about Paul a little bit at the beginning. I think he looks stupid in this movie, and I didn't like how he acted. He wasn't given anything to work with. Um, and It's not his... F- well, and, like, he did make some choices. He did make some choices. But I think the thing I, I really didn't like the most about Paul in this movie is that he he, like... 
for example, in Big Fat Liar, which is another kids movie, he went over the top. Whereas this one, his role really required him to be very, very like withholding, to be very stoic and stern. Right. right. And I think that just isn't a good role for Paul. No, he's not a tough guy. He's not a tough guy. He's and a like softy. Yeah. And so it didn't really work for me. Even in a kids movie, like he was being kind but of like stern. But we haven't seen him in billions, billions, but that's many years from now. And also that's like, and the material itself is probably better in billions. Like nearly 20 years from now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so in like the past. He, he's definitely, but he's a tough man. <laughs> but he's a tough man. Yeah. There. But it, it, it just not didn't work. All I'm saying is I'm a little disappointed in Paul in this movie. I get it. I get it. Um, but, but he had fun. He had fun. Let him have his fun. Yeah. He liked the fart movie. He needs to make money for his new family. Um. Anyway, so basically what happens is... United his son, Samuel. <laughs> oh, my God. The United States basically is using children as scientists, and Alan was recu- recruited. Okay? Alan! Alan! He also has built a new Thunderpants suit that is just a space shuttle, okay? It turns the farts into rocket fuel, and this means that Patrick can save some astronauts who are stuck in space. We have a fossil burning, fossil fuel burning engine. Literally makes me want to kill myself. (laughs) And Patrick, your stomach is the exact model of our engine. (laughs) Basically, and Alan... Direct quote. Yeah, and so basically NASA has a room full of children who do all the science, which I think is a funny uh, jab at America from the British and Germans, huh? Yeah, just a bunch of fucking kids. Truly. Um, but Alan takes him back to a control room full of the children, and he and Alan is like, they're the best of the best, um, which just can't be but true. They're children. The adults? But also, they're not the best of the best, because right before Patrick is launched into space, an adult comes up and says, their calculations are wrong. The thing has a 79% chance of blowing up. Yeah, it turned out this group of kids that we got don't know how to do math good. <laughs> you know what? Uh, cancel that. They might just be kids. By the way, this is about a 20% success rate. You want to do it? And then Patrick smashes. And then says, Patrick gives a big speech. Yeah. Let's I fought a lot, and I have a dream to be a spaceman. He does a big spe- televised speech, and everybody who's wronged him in his life, the bully's still alive. He's watching. The teachers are watching. His parents and, and sister are watching. And they all feel sad. And they all feel sorry. They all, they all feel guilty for what they did to him. Then he goes into space, saves the astronauts, and you don't really see this, but he saves the day, basically. And Patrick smashes an astronaut. And he has a he has a parade. Yeah, a parade. A, a nineteen definitely nineteen seventy six parade. Or when did we do the first space? Nineteen sixty nine. Nineteen sixty nine. So nine, it's it's definitely in the nineteen seventies now. Yeah, yeah. So we've gone all the way from nineteen o two. It seems. Yep. All the way to nineteen seventy seventies. Yep. Not a year of age on the boy. Not a year of age, but. I think that's a good look. If anything, that means he's forever young and can fart. Sounds like he's a superhero. I think you're right. Uh, Captain America, uh, Patrick Smash is called. Yeah. <laughs> we got the new boy wonder. Um, so basically, that's how the movie ends, and it's ridiculous and stupid. Um, I don't know. They connect. Like, he just I farts, laughed, he farts a into a spaceship, and he, you laugh so much. I watched <laughs> you watch the movie, and you laugh so much. But he's just farting into a spaceship. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this movie wasn't meant for me. It obviously was meant for you. Um, <laughs> this movie was made for me. I'm an 11 year old boy stuck in a 23 year old's body. Okay, so let's talk about Paul then. Let's let's rate Paul. Okay, we'll get into some clips. I'm rating him low this time, Dan. Me too. I like. I'm giving him a four because I give him such a high score for four Big Pauls. Fat Liar. Four. I'm giving him three, even lower. Three Pauls. Oh. And on the Jake and Logan scale, I'll have to give him one and what one. What do you give this movie overall? Do we do five or ten? 
Let's do five, like uh, Roger Ebert. Mr. Ebs, gotcha. Um, uh, two and a half. I give, movie, I give this movie one out of five stars on Letterboxd. Daniel Bremen, you can follow me. <laughs> Calm down. Um, Jamadi expert. Yeah, over here. Uh, Letterboxd, Jamadi expert. I actually have a... a um, a list on Letterboxd, which is a, a website where you can track the movies that you watch. Yeah. And I have a list that ranks all of his performances. I've been ranking his performances. That's good. There may be some surprises because it's my personal ranking. It's not about the movies. It's about his performances. Oh, um, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. So that's fun. Um, but but I, yeah, I, no. I give it one star. I hated it. I, I had I to stop watching this movie like four different times in between no. breaks. Yes. I could not Fuck handle off. it. I didn't like it whatsoever. But his mom was a reclusive alcoholic from farts. I know. Damn. I, I the mean, comedy. There is one scene that made me laugh when he's walking to the spaceship and he's in a spacesuit, and then they cut to behind him and his butts and out. His butts out. That made me laugh. That that <laughs> that was my one like big smile in the movie. But beyond that, I I really didn't like it. I, I I'd give it one Logan, one Jake, uh, four or three Pauls, and a one out of five stars. I think you're taking this movie out of context, Mr. Brenneman. Okay, okay. I believe Why am I wrong? You need to look at it from a the perspective of it's a kids movie. But in, what are you I, talking about? Even that, even then, I, I'm already going back in this statement because there's many kids' movies that still hold up, and I would give large numbers even out of the context of a kids' movie. Yeah, but it's uh-huh. a movie all about farts, and I thought it was kind of funny. That's fair. That's fair. Um, okay, do you want to get into some I'm clips? A child. Oh, what would you give it on the Logan Paul scale? Mm, Logan Jake, Paul scale. Jake, mm. Logan. Negative three Logans. And oh, about, interesting. Yeah, about twenty four. 24 uh, no, Jakes? No, you wouldn't. I would. It makes sense, though. It's objective. Are you you feeling the same way? I do. Um, let's get into some clips. So I have assembled some clips from throughout the movie. We'll hear some farts. We'll hear some... I did, too. That boy in there has no stamina, no dexterity, no strength, and no experience. He's failed all the mental and physical tests in our lexicon. How are we going to make this thing work, Ed? Hey, you little fat fuck. That child is a tool, Johnson. A tool, sir. Oh, and a Paul's eyebrow. Tool it's crazy. The right has chosen to deliver to us. And, and also, us the American guys always talk about God. It is like such like well, is it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a, such a British movie talking about Americans. Yeah, they're making fun of Americans. You know, and that's okay. We're from Canada. Also, that that <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry. That one, the the president character, they're yeah. definitely doing a John F. Kennedy. Oh thing, yeah, right? for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, here's another clip called, uh, oh, this is them building the suit. So this is, oh, he's asking to build a suit. Okay. Fascinating. You mean you would like me to eliminate that which is made from outside of in the eyes of society? Society? No, Alan. It's my ass. I want you to make something that will stop me farting. <laughs> <sighs> oh my God. It sounds like, it, it sounds like, Patrick Smash sounds like somebody doing a bad impression of a British person. So does Rupert Grint. I cannot control my ass. 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 Here's another clip. Wow. Holy Mary, mother of God. Hot dog. That's my favorite Paul line in the movie where he goes, hot dog. (laughs) Holy mother Mary of God. Did you notice Paul's been really acting he likes that comedy eyebrow huh he does well i was gonna yeah in big fat liar we talked about it and i posted yeah. a picture on instagram of his eyebrow that's where i actually noticed it like first yeah. and then in this movie he did the same thing he i know very very pronounced have, pointed eyebrow have they always been like that i haven't noticed it until these last two movies i think it might be like a new thing or i maybe we need to go back and kind of reevaluate it's his new ridiculous comedy thing i think yeah he uh, definitely i don't think he did it in big mama's house 
No. So I wonder if, if not, it's like we, a recent we weren't, development. We weren't looking for it. Maybe he didn't we, get a lot of close-ups in that movie. That's true. You know? That's true. Big Mama took up a lot of screen space. <laughs> Dev, right. I had enough. I was fed up. <laughs> Fuck, you so bad. <laughs> um, this is also one of my favorite lines in the movie. Let's blow ass. Yeah, that would be Let's really blow ass. Le and he also sounds a little sad. Let's blow ass. <laughs> Let's blow ass. Well, because the kid was about to die. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and there was a moment where I, it was like, is he dead? Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Remember that? High yeah, drama? Where, you're, where you're like, it, did Patrick die? Oh my god! Oh no! Um, this is uh, the suit inflating. <laughs> Ugh! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> it sounds so much grosser just hearing it. Yeah, no video is really sexual, almost. <laughs> the exhale at the end. Give it to me again. <laughs> Yikes. Um, here's another clip. Dear Space Enter, today I watched the space launch on TV. I want to be a spaceman. But I have a problem. I cannot control my ass. <laughs> um, oh, Paul also said this and I really liked it. Somebody untie this boy. God damn it. God damn it. Somebody untie this boy. It's like has it has like some British inflection to it, does it not? His American accent. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it, like it definitely does. Ridiculous American accent. I don't know. Um, and then <laughs> I don't. Know. I don't know. I'm kind of over it. Um, the last thing I want to talk about uh, before we leave is Patrick makes a speech at the end. I'm gonna play this speech because I think it's really motivational, and I want everybody to hear it. Um, okay. And uh, here we go. I'm not that clever. Oh, I'm not right. that brave. But. I did one thing right. I farted real I found good. Out what it was that made me who I am. That made yeah. me me. My ass. And that's my message to you. You may think that you have problems now, but are they really problems? Take them. Look at them. <laughs> use them. Use them wisely and use them well. And maybe. Just maybe, one day, your dream will come true. Sam, those, those are some messages you can take home, folks. Sam, is it a wise use of our talents to make a podcast every week about Paul Giamatti? I think so. I was more thinking about my powers of fart. Oh, yeah. What could you do? I do I obviously. I was gonna ask you, you what your powers. You could go to the moon is? with these powers. Obviously. Oh my god, he's floating out of his chair. He's farting. <laughs> I start levitating. <laughs> I've killed a man before. Oh yeah, with well, and not even with a fart. No, just in cold blood. <laughs> okay, so basically that's the movie. Is there anything else you wanted to add, Sam, or uh, can we get out of here and uh, stop talking about farts? I just believe. I just believe in the power that we all have. You know. I believe in the power that. <laughs> From a world <laughs> together as. <laughs> no, I don't have anything else to say. Oh, Paul, watch. Oh yeah, nothing to watch. Because <laughs> he's just doing billions. All right, and we can't watch that yet. Nope. <laughs>
because we're not there in the timeline. Nope. Um, basically, if you want to uh, follow us along with us, you can follow us on Twitter at Jamadi Podcast, on Instagram at Jamadi Podcast. We have great content going up there every single day. You can watch clips. Um, you can watch actual like clips from the movie. Behind there, the scenes. Behind the scenes, interviews. We, we really are, are working the supplementary content game on that Instagram, folks. Yeah, so uh, definitely give us a follow. That's where we engage with all of our fans. Yeah, and message us. We like to stay active with messaging everyone. And Yeah, so yeah, this, it's a fun place to be. Um, if you want to email us, uh, email us, send us an email at emailjamadi at, at gmail.com. Gmail. And beyond that, uh, that's about it. So next week we are watching the movie Confidence from 2003. Um, it's a, uh, oh, oh, a little. Uh, we should get a fart mic. A fart mic. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> oh, um, confidence. Yeah, confidence next Con week. Con men. Con uh, men. I'm going to play the trailer right now and then we'll end uh, this goddamn show, huh? Okay. Here we go. Um, it looks... I mean, I love Ocean's Eleven, so this looks like a fun time. You, it's one. It's like your favorite movie. Confidence game is like putting on a play where everyone knows their part. Lionel, he's dead. What about the money? Everyone except for the mark. I can't be here. Ooh, cha-ching, money. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Guns, glamour, a lot of sack, man. It's action. So it's confidence. <laughs> so what do you hear? It seems Lionel's an accountant for the king. Paul. <laughs> oh, Paul's in this the next movie? I like to think Shut up. Yeah, well, we all can't be model citizens such as yourself. Oh, yeah. Paul plays Gordo, a man named Gordo. What's going to happen? I play a cut. You get a cut, I get a cut, and we get square. We all get cut. How much are we going after? Paul! Paul! That should be a new game you Every play. time. For the trailer. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. We'll just call every... First one he says Paul in the trailer, okay? Like, like every time he says one. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, we're playing for points? Yeah. Okay. Killed one of my guys. One of your guys. Paul! Oh, fuck my headphones! What about the money? There is no cut. You bastards. You not want to scare me. And it wasn't Paul! So much for that good feeling, huh? So what do you got going next? Sometimes, style can get you killed. Who cares if you have to bend the rules a little bit? As long as nobody gets hurt. I'm so anxious right now. You're a good grifter, man. It's hard to tell when you're lying. Hi, I'm Paul Giamatti, and I approve (laughs) this movie. You're watching Disney Channel. I had a lot of fun making uh, confidence. I feel really confident. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. The coffees are kicking in. Okay, so we are going to go. Uh, we We're going to go. We are the Jamadi 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 Podcast. I'm your host, Sam. That's your host, Dan. And we are signing off. Blessed be the Jamadi. Praise be. Praise be. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's enough parts. That's good. See you next week. Bye.